0: Welcome to the Soul Talks podcast, where we equip pastors, leaders, and other men and women in ministry to thrive with Jesus in their life and leadership. Now let's join Bill and Christy Galtier, doctors in psychology, spiritual directors, and founders of Soul Shepherd.
1: Christy, it was so much fun recently. We got to spend a whole day with the church staff talking about Journey of the Soul and just uh, pouring into them. Uh, all that God has taught us and facilitating uh, conversations and uh, everybody got a, a copy of the book and we were going through the Journey of the Soul Soul Talk cards uh, for facilitating soul talks and it was just so fun to see the, the energy and the animation in the room and just the sense of the the uh, pastors and the church staff being, being encouraged and they had so many questions. We had just great interactions around trying to understand Journey of the Soul as a model for discipleship and how they can organize their church programming to minister to people at each of the different Christ stages. And churches going through the whole, the whole book uh, chapter by chapter in their small groups and using our, our free videos to help them do that. Using, of course, the Journey of the Soul leader guides that, uh, to set up their small group leaders. And so it's just really fun to see God doing something for a whole community, a whole church, and that we get to be a part of that.
0: I loved seeing them light up with joy and thinking about how they could apply this to their ministry. I had a great conversation with the children's pastor and about how this pertains even to her youth ministry. And I was seeing that it was bringing more joy to them in their ministry. And that's one of the things we talked about last week in our podcast was the way that Dallas showed this this joy and helped increase our joy in ministry, the importance of that. And I was even thinking about his teaching of magnifying your office that what God has called us to do we can make a big deal out of this is like a huge honor what wherever our office or our work or even if it's volunteer work even if it's the work of mothering our our child it, it's it's a big deal yeah. and there's great joy that God has created and called us to this work and that we we're, we're not alone with it we can actually do it with him
1: yeah paul said that i magnify my office and you don't have to be an apostle to magnify your office is your point, Christy. And uh, yeah, I love that. And I saw you do that uh, over the years. I've seen you do that not only as a mother, but as a therapist and as a, a pastor's wife when you were in that role and as a pastor when you were in that role. Whatever, However we're serving God to see the, the significance that we get to do this with God. We get we get to bless people. And that's something I try to remind myself of every day because I'm unfortunately sometimes I get... Uh, in the the press of the work that I'm looking at on my desk here, the different piles of paper and, and decisions that need to be made and the influx of, of email and things that are going on, sometimes I, I can get a little stressed or, or grumpy about it. I need to wake up. and Oh, I'm alive in God's kingdom, uh, Dallas would, would tell me. <laughs> and there's great reason for joy.
0: There is. And one of his teachings that really was a blessing to us was his teaching about working with God, not on our own strength, not depending upon our own knowledge, bringing that, but offering that to God and realizing there's a whole power source and presence with God to bring to our work far beyond just our own expertise and experience and knowledge.
1: Yeah, I I love his story about the the plumber. And and, uh, we we tell that story in Journey of the Soul about uh, doing our work like the Christ-loving plumber does his.
0: Yes, in chapter five, A Journey to the Soul, we've got a soul care practice in each chapter. And so we're talking about this there. And I'm just going to read this little quote from Dallas. He says, let's say I'm a plumber and I'm going to clean out someone's sewer. How will I do this as Jesus would do it? If you encounter difficulties with the people you're serving or with the pipe or the machinery, you never fight the battle alone. You invoke the presence of God. And you expect to see something happen that is not a result of you. If you train yourself to think God when those coincidences happen, you'll see them as patterns in your life. The crucial thing is to be attentive to God's hand and not get locked into one-on-one thinking. It's just me in this pipe. Never do that. Instead, train yourself to think. Now this is the time to rely on God and to praise him for the solution that will come to me. That's called life in God. And training brings you to the point where you don't have to say, I have to pay attention. You routinely think this is an occasion when God is present. This is a time to pray and to praise.
1: So good. This is such uh, insightful and encouraging teaching. And it's coming from this uh, other world. Uh, Dallas is coming from the spiritual reality of God's presence, God's kingdom, and that's probably Dallas's best message: was that spiritual reality is not just emotion or preference or wishful thinking or something in heaven when we die, or or a principle or historical truth. It is, can be all those things, but it's it's unseen reality, the the words and presence of God, the activity of God's kingdom, and the angels. Uh, is greater than, and more lasting than, and more real than the, the ground we walk on. And the, the physical things that we see and do in our world are less eternal, less substantial than the invisible reality of God's world. And that world is not just a far off and way later, it's also right here. And so learning to tap into that so that we're, we're living on earth from the heavens uh, the heavenly places Paul refers to them as and so just hearing Dallas teach on that just a thousand times in different ways and seeing him unpack the scriptures he, it just seems like in i mean in, in the spirituality and ministry class uh, the, at the the monastery that I experienced he spent almost the whole first of the two weeks talking about spiritual reality and just taking us through the scriptures, and just really bringing that into our consciousness and our appreciation. But as powerful as those insights were, and as much as that impacted me, it wasn't nearly as impactful as experiencing Dallas being in that world. Him living it. Him living it and and seeing that the way he taught, the way he conversed with me, the way he prepared for uh, leading a group of pastors when he and I did that together, and Uh, We were talking back and forth before we did that training and then being with them when we arrived early before the the pastors got there and seeing his bodily demeanor and then the way that he listened to people and talked to people and the way he could be so spontaneous and off script in order to meet the needs of the people that were right there. And it it just was just this feeling of God's immediate presence that just flowed off of Dallas's body. Uh, it's just so so heartwarming and so encouraging for me, and you know we have a word for that, uh, especially in, in um, charismatic or Pentecostal or spirit, spirit-filled traditions, and we, we call that the the anointing of the Holy Spirit. But it, it's actually a biblical word, and it just means that there is this special manifestation or or actually uh, reliance and. Uh, attunement, or even consciousness of God's presence, and so we were talking about last time about being enthralled with God or captivated with Christ, and that when when you and I are like that as people, that draws other people to be uh, longing more for God and working up their appetite to experience God's God's touch and God's glory and to have this honor of being being a vessel in which God fills and overflows. And so experiencing Dallas being in that place really showed me how to enjoy your ministry. And that's what we're talking about uh, in today's Soul Talks is how do you enjoy your ministry? Well, that plumber is enjoying his work, and his work is actually... The potential of becoming a ministry now, because he's praying as he does his work, and and he's praying for God's help to fix the problems. And so, in addition to being a trained, skilled, hardworking plumber, and that part's important too, he's also a a Jesus plumber. He, he's relying on the Holy Spirit, and so that can be uh, exuded from his. His body and his personality as he's with the, the people in in the home or or the office where he's working.
0: It makes a difference, and it makes a difference when you get this vision and you start to do what Dallas would say: venture on God in in what you're doing, to do it with Him, depend upon His spirit and His power with you.
1: Yeah, and so it says to me, you know, well, if the plumber can do that, I think I could do that as a as a speaker when we're, we're speaking on Journey of the Soul in a church. Or right now when we're doing this podcast, or later when I'm doing my desk work, I, I I can learn to do that in God's presence, and and that's where the joy is. That's where the the flow of the spirit is, and yeah, I just love seeing that in Dallas's life, and what he illustrates in in the story of the plumber is that it's. You know, because you might be listening to us and going, "Oh, this is good. This reminds me maybe of you know Brother Lawrence. I want to be more like Brother Lawrence or or Mother Teresa." And, but to have that thought and that intention, that's a start. But we need to do the training. And and Dell says, "Well, training brings me to the point where I don't need to stop and think. Oh, I'm having a problem. I should pray." It's like I've already got a habit. Of relying on the holy spirit i've already got habits of prayerfulness habits of trusting that the risen christ is with me right now and so that the training is cultivating those habits and that's what we call uh spiritual disciplines or soul care practices and uh, these are really cultivating habits of love
0: well and it's also we we need to be able to be nurturing our relationship with jesus such that we're experiencing His joy and His power in our life in order to be able to re-tap into it at those times that we're focused on problems and doing hard work and hard things.
1: One of the ways that I do this that most people wouldn't think of as a spiritual discipline is most mornings I go out for a run uh, and I'm out in nature and I run around the lake near our home and I do that with Jesus. And I experience the beauty of God's creation. And I experience the, uh, the birds singing and, and the wind flowing and the endorphins in my body as I'm running and the feeling of youthfulness as I'm moving about my body. And I get this flow of experience going. And my uh, prayerfulness and the scripture meditation, the, the, the meditating on scripture that I'm doing while I'm running is all part of this continuity of experience and this immersion in in God's world. And so experiencing that at the beginning of my day gives me a better chance of carrying that into the rest of the day. And it trains my body around the power of immersion and flow with the Holy Spirit, because that's where I want to be in everything that I do. I want to be doing it with the Spirit of Jesus, just like this Jesus plumber.
0: And also it helps to, as I'm reading God's Word and Scripture, meditating on Scripture, to be really trusting and internalizing His goodness and His love in that, and then later to be able to recall that back to mind. It's similar to there's times when I'll start to get kind of disconnected from you. Maybe we haven't had opportunity to be together. We haven't had much communication and I'll begin to feel a distance there or even miss you. And then I might happen upon maybe a note that you've left me with um, just a, a word, an expression of love. And I could pick up that note and read it, and it'll reignite in me the, the memories of the, that connection that we had or the love that you expressed to me. And it will help me reconnect with with that in the same way that Scripture can help me reconnect with God's love.
1: And so that practice of remembering uh, and the habit of remembering the habit of gratitude is helping you to get into that that continuity of flowing in the spirit mm-hmm. and it, the interesting thing is that if you you do that and then, then that warms your heart towards me that then helps to warm my heart towards you which then helps to further warm your heart so it's a re- relational interaction right mm-hmm. and so uh, God is always moving towards us with that delighted love, like that sense of hospitality, like we were talking about last week on Soul Talks. And so, what we're talking about is being awake to that mm-hmm. and finding ways that that awaken us and and cultivating habits like this that will uh, jog our thoughts, uh, cultivate the or or trigger the the emotion. And so, like when I'm running, it's, it triggers emotions. And it's not just like I, I think about certain things and then I have good feelings. I mean, that's happening as I'm meditating on scripture, for instance. But it's also, I get these uh, feelings in, in my body physically as, as I'm running. And that brings back to me decades of experience of, of, of running with Jesus. And it just helps me uh, appreciate that I'm, I'm alive in God's kingdom right now. And that's how we want to live, that's how we want to work. And, you know, sadly, a lot of us in our work and our ministry, and this is true of, of me sometimes, is, you know, we're not enjoying it. And there was a time in my history, I, I burned out from, from over, overworking and taking on too much responsibility and stress and being in a hurry. And, and not I just had too, too much outflow and not enough inflow. I wasn't, I wasn't balanced. And we are so uh, at risk of that. Uh, serving God as a pastor, a missionary, an earnest Christian in your family, in your business, volunteering in the church. We are, are so vulnerable because the cause of the gospel, the needs of the people around us, the opportunities to uh, expand the, the, the outreach of, of the church or the organization, it, it is so compelling that we are prone to neglect our own soul care, our own rest, our own needs for uh, love and joy and peace, and so then we we can we can burn out, and the whole thing goes down right so that 's why uh, Dallas taught us in the monastery class that uh, as as ministers, uh, cultivating joy in God is essential that 's what fuels us that 's what uh, nourishes and encourages us and so in uh, this week, the soul shepherding blog will be talking about tips from dallas willard 's personal devotions. You'll want to read that that will encourage you and I want to give a shout out to our friend Kevin Koburg. Uh, he is a man of God, a family man uh, he's got a couple of kids and and Mary lives in the San Diego area as a friend of ours. we really appreciate Kevin and had lots of conversations with him over the years and the conferences together on spiritual formation and he serves God in the marketplace and is a church leader. And he's using Journey of the Soul, uh, the leader guide, because he leads a small group and disciples other people and uh, found that leader guide, he said, extremely helpful to enable any group leader to confidently and effectively lead others with Jesus through Journey of the Soul. So, Kevin, thank you for that Amazon review. just want to encourage all of you listening, please get on Amazon and just really quick put a star rating, leave a few words, and that will help more people find us. All of you who have picked up copies of Journey of the Soul and are sharing it and using it, sharing your stories with us. It's such an encouragement and it's so fun to see Journey of the Soul was the number one new release in Christian counseling on Amazon for a whole month, the whole month that we were a new release. And that's because of you. That's because of your help and support. And those reviews help uh, keep Journey of the Soul uh, up in visibility for more people to find it and be introduced to soul shepherding.
0: Jesus, thank you. Thank you for your joy. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your power. We ask, Lord, that you would continue to enable us to connect deeply with you, to receive more and more of your life, your abundant life in our life, and to venture on that, to bring that to mind, to depend upon you with us in all that you've called us to do. We thank you that you are our very source of life and of ministry, and we thank you for the honor honor we have of being a part of what you're doing here on earth. We ask that you would protect us from taking that for granted, from depending upon ourselves and our own strength, and forgetting you. I pray for our listeners, Lord, that you would give them special opportunities to remember joyful connections with you and to create new ones. In Jesus' name, amen. So we hope that you will order this book and enjoy this book as you read it and find it valuable. And then we ask, will you help us out by going on Amazon and writing a review for us? That would make a big difference. The more reviews we have, the more people will be able to find Journey of the Soul when they're searching for it online. And the quicker it will come up and the the more reviews, the more people that are on the fence about the book will buy it and benefit from it. And Bill and I are not asking this selfishly. The profits from the book go to soul shepherding and this isn't about money. Um, This is about the kingdom of God and really wanting to see people get this tool and be blessed. It's been such a blessing to us and we're just grateful to be able to be messengers of what God's taught us. And we're passionate about it. So we appreciate you teaming with us. We can't do it alone.
1: Thank you for joining us on the Soul Talks podcast. To find out more about growing in your life and leadership, subscribe to the podcast and visit us at soulshepherding.org.